Lord Jesus Christ, we just pray in the power of your name and in the authority of your name, Lord Jesus Christ. We ask that you would be glorified in this place. We ask that you would speak words that are true to us, Lord. We ask, God, that you would calm our hearts and then you would encourage and strengthen our hearts as your people. Lord, we lift everything up to you for your glory and for your sake we pray. Amen. So it's 2019, and we have a new theme for the year at Hartford City Church. 2019 is going to be the year of connection, where we are going to spend the year believing that we are going to connect in stronger and deeper ways to God and to each other, okay? So 2019 is the year of connection. That's the word that God has laid on my heart as a pastor and on us as leadership, is that we would have stronger connections, that we would explore what it means to be connected to God and be connected to each other as well, which includes being connected to our community, being connected to the world, being connected not only to God, but what God is doing in the world and what God is doing in us and through us. And so our verse for the year is going to be taken from the last verse of what Alyssa read for us this morning at the end of worship. This is John 15, 5. John 15, 5. And this is going to be our key verse for 2019. So if you would, please, can we read this verse together? Can we do that this morning on the first Sunday of 2019? Let's read this together. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus says we are a branch. So I have a branch here this morning, right? Isn't this a lovely branch? Isn't this a lovely branch? Isn't this just beautiful, right? Right? So um, this branch is going to, there's going to be flowers coming off this branch, right? Josh, there's going to be some flowers coming off? There's going to be some fruit? No, it's coming this year, right? So if I hang on to this, there's going to be some flowers and fruit, right? Well, why not? Why? Because why? Because I broke it off? Because it's not connected, right? Then it's not going to bear any fruit. It's not going to have any flowers. Well, I've got some ideas about how I can make this branch bear some fruit, all right? Because what I'm thinking is maybe what I just need to do is I just need to bring it to church every Sunday, right? Because if I bring it to church every Sunday, then it's going to bear fruit, right? If I bring it to church, maybe if I just get it around other branches that are bearing fruit, right? If I just hold it up next to some other branches that are bearing fruit, then this branch is going to bear fruit, right? If I just hold it up to it, right? Or, or maybe, maybe I need to sing to it, right? Well, maybe not me with my voice. But maybe somebody with an anointed voice needs to sing to it, right? Because if we sing to it, you know, and, and, we, and maybe, I, well, maybe we need to speak to it, right? Maybe I just need to have Braden read some stories to it, right? And just read the Bible to it, you know? And Braden's voice will just call the fruit to come out of this branch, right? But don't we live our lives like that? In our Christian lives, we're often, if we're honest, disappointed. With the fruit in our lives. But we think if I just go to church more, or if I just get next to somebody else that's bearing fruit, or if I just praise and worship God, or if I just read the Bible, or if I just hear enough sermons, then I'll bear fruit. But what is the problem in our lives and with this branch? We're not connected. We're not connected. For if we are not connected to Christ, then we will bear no fruit. If we're not connected to Christ, there will be no life in us. Or it will look like life. It will last for a while. But when we are not connected to Christ, 
then there's nothing. There's no life. These words of Jesus are, are pretty startling, right, in their boldness. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Right, because we immediately begin to protest and say, well, there are people who aren't connected to Christ, and their lives are good. And let me just challenge that for a minute this morning. First of all, what is your definition of good? What is your definition of success? For many of the things that we look for in life, they wither and fade like this. Like we think they're so powerful and so important to have money, but... You know, our money will wither and fall, you know. Or we want to have love and relationships, you know, and be connected to someone. But even those can tend to wither and fade, right. Because any success we have in this world is short-lived. And not really fulfilling if it's apart from Christ. I think that's what he means when he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Yes, it will look like things are happening, but there will be this emptiness. That sits in your soul that never, ever seems to be satisfied. There's one more possibility. There are people that we come across in life who do seem to have peace, right, and joy. But they don't go to church. They say they believe in God, but they don't really call themselves a Christian, right. But yet there's something about them that we notice. There is a strength of life within them. And we say, well, how can we then claim that Jesus is the only way? Well, then I would say this, that even though they don't know it, Jesus is already at work in their lives. For Jesus is the truth, and the truth is Jesus. And often God is at work in your life long before you realized it, way before you came to understand what it was that was happening, Jesus was at work in your life. So I believe that apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. And that if there is any life in us, if there's any fruit, right, the fruit that we desire is the fruit that Jesus talked about, that the Bible talks about. The fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. That's the fruit that should be increasing in our lives. But if we have no fruit, then we have to ask ourselves, what is going on? Am I connected to Christ? Or am I disconnected from him? For I wanted to start this year with our theme, the year of connection in 2019, speaking to you briefly this morning, briefly, I promise briefly, about our essential connection, which is to Jesus Christ. It's the very first thing that needs to be connected. And really at the center of it all, like we sang, is when everything else is going on around us, we must get back to that connection to Christ. That is the connection that will give us life. Jesus made another bold claim. He said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. Life that is really life. Life that is overflowing. And so many of us that follow Jesus, I know I'm not alone. You feel like, I don't feel like my life is overflowing. You know, I, I feel like my life is full of things that aren't what Jesus described as the abundant life, right? But Jesus has promised that if we're connected to him, that life will flow through us because Jesus is the source of all life. And that's my first point this morning. Jesus is the source of all life. When he says, I am the vine, it means I am the source of life. You are not the source of life. Your friends are not the source of life. Anything else in this world is not the source of life. But Jesus Christ is the source of life. And you must be connected to the source if you're going to have any life in you whatsoever. Because Jesus is that. And we must maintain our connection to Jesus Christ. You see, we all know things that make us feel alive, right? What are the things that give us life? 
You know, it might be a good meal. It might be fellowship with friends. It's some music that we like to listen to. There are all kinds of things in this world that give us life. And maybe when we have a job or career that we feel is going really well, or maybe we have a relationship that we feel is going really well, we think those are the things that give us life. And here's the thing. When you think that's what gives you life, that's what you worship. So what we're worshiping are the things that God has given us rather than the one who has given them to us. We worship the gifts and not the giver. We worship the expressions and not the one who is the ever expressing one. We tend to worship the fruits and not worship the vine, the source of all life, of all fruit. And it's important that we, we search our hearts this morning. You know, that we search our hearts and we see where that connection is. So what I'm asking us to do in 2019 is simply this. I know life is going to be difficult because life is always difficult. And when things are hard, when things are difficult, when there's a lot of stress, when it feels like the waters around you are coming up, right, and you feel like you're being overwhelmed and you feel like everything is going wrong, here's what I want you to do. The most important and only thing you can do, connect to Christ. Pay attention to your connection to Christ. Whatever life may bring you. Because there are things, friends, that are quite frankly beyond our control. And we get angry because we think other people have the control over these things in their life. And maybe they do and maybe they don't. But Jesus Christ wants us to be centered and connected to him first and foremost. So when those times come... This year, I want you to think about your connection to Christ. Just take a moment and meditate on that and think about that. And sometimes things in life aren't necessarily, you know, really bad when we compare it to other people, right? Sometimes our lives are just kind of mundane. They just kind of go along. We're kind of going through the motions, you know, where everything's okay, you know. It's all right, but I still feel this emptiness, you know. I feel this meaningless. I'm not sure what my purpose in life is. I'm not sure what the point of all of this is. And maybe we're just getting tired and kind of run down and and a little bit discouraged. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do during those times. Focus on your connection to Christ. Maintain a strong connection to Jesus Christ. For apart from him, we can do nothing. And that connection is the most important thing in our life. Is that that it's the presence of Christ that we need to connect to, that we need to meditate on if we want to produce anything, right? If we want to produce anything. If you think about this branch, when it's connected... This branch, it just flows, right? The life just flows and it produces fruit. Unless there's a disease or something's wrong or unless it's been broken off. And there's a place that God wants to call us into, friends, where we're just in the flow, I call it. Where we're not striving, but we're abiding. That's another word for that verse. Jesus said, abide in me. And friends, it's don't strive, but abide. And I want you to tell yourself that this year, okay? Say, don't strive, abide. Everyone say it. Don't strive, abide. In fact, turn to somebody and say it because they need to hear it from you. Turn to someone and say, don't strive, abide. Can anyone feel the rest that that brings? Because we work so hard, right? And, and yet when it's about resting and trusting in God's power, amen? So let's talk about this for a little bit. The connection is Jesus in us and us in him. Jesus says, remain in me and I will remain in you. That's the mystery of the Christian life is that Jesus Christ is in us and we are in him. And the flow of the Holy Spirit 
is what connects us, right? So the essential connection to Jesus Christ is this, that he lives in us and we live in him, and that it's all maintained by the flow of the Holy Spirit, okay? So how do we get connected to the Holy Spirit? That's what I want to focus on this morning for the main part of what I'm saying. How are we connected to the Holy Spirit? Well, let's go through the scripture. Let's go through the words of God as he speaks to us about what it says. First of all, we receive our initial connection to God through the Holy Spirit when we believe and receive Jesus Christ. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14 says that the Holy Spirit is given to everyone who believes as a seal and a promise that God is connected to your life. So you begin your connection by connecting to God through believing and receiving Jesus Christ. And that's why we offer that opportunity many times at Hartford City Church. We want you, if you're not connected to God, if your life feels empty, if your life feels dry, then maybe you need to check your heart and say, do I really believe in Jesus Christ? And have I really received him into my life? Because if so, then you have the Holy Spirit and you will produce fruit. And your life will begin to show the signs of God's work and flow in your life. Believe and receive Jesus Christ. And so that's for anyone here that needs to hear that this morning. But there are also many here who every time we start to say that, their mind kind of checks out. Oh, did I catch anybody? It's like, oh yeah, I, I did. I prayed. I received Christ. It's like, oh, this is for the other people, right? No, this is for you too. Let me wake you up for a minute and tell you something, right? It's not about just saying it once and inviting Jesus into your heart. It's something that you need to do each and every day. It's every day you need to give your heart to Jesus Christ. Every day you need to believe in him. Because if you don't make that daily declaration, you will forget about it. You will begin to walk from it. You will begin to live in your own strength. And slowly but surely you will fall away from the sense of that powerful presence of God. The example I like to use is from marriage. When you get married, you stand up with your partner, right? And you say vows to each other, you make promises to each other, and then you sign a piece of paper and then you're married, right? And if that's all you ever did, you might still be married, but what would the quality of your marriage be like if you didn't make those vows every day? Where did we get to the point where we think we can just say something once and that's good enough? For it's when we stop saying those vows, it's when we stop believing in the commitments that we made to each other, right? That our relationship begins to fall away slowly but surely, right? And I believe that if you want a strong marriage, that you should think about your vows every day. And some people are like, every day? Man, Pastor, that's a lot. Well, why do you think we come to church once a week? Because at least once a week. <laughs> I mean, once a week keeps us alive. Less than that would be nothing. If we're not on a regular basis making our vows every day to each other, we won't stay in a strong relationship. Same is true with God. If we don't every day believe and receive Jesus Christ into our hearts, then we're not living in the flow. We're not reminding ourselves of what's there. Yeah, I don't want to get too theological. Yes, I believe God is always there, you know. I'm not, not trying to say anything that we don't believe, right. God is there. He's connected to us. It's his power. He'll be there. But we lose that sense of his presence. We, we lose that, 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 we lose some of what God wants to give us because, because we, we let it sit on a shelf, you know. And we really got to check our hearts this morning. Are we really, are we really connected to Christ? Are we really living for him? Do we really believe in him? 
Second thing is that being together and praying together keeps us connected to the Holy Spirit. In the book of Acts chapter 2, it says that the believers were all together in one place, and as they were praying, the Holy Spirit came upon them in that Pentecost, right? And we long for that fire, we long for that excitement that the book of Acts talks about as it describes the work of the Holy Spirit through the lives of God's people. But here's how it came, because they were together and they prayed together. So again, that's why it's important that we come together. Once a week is the bare minimum. If we're not even getting together once a week, then we're going to have very little power. We're going to have very little connection uh, in a strong way to God and to the, through the Holy Spirit. But when we come together, and especially when we pray together, right? Yes, you can pray on your own. You can serve God on your own. But there's something about coming together, the Word of God says, that keeps us connected to the Holy Spirit and connected to what He's doing in us. I want to share this with all of you. I've shared it with some of you. That it's important for us to come together at least once a week because while you may not think you need church every week, and we could discuss whether or not that's true, someone else here might need you. You might be sent here because God wants to connect through the Holy Spirit to what's going on, right? And again, that's just the beginning, right, friends? We need to connect during the week, right? We need to connect. We, we need to call each other. We need to text each other. We need to Facebook message each other, right? Because when we stay connected, right, we feel that source, a little bit of life. We feel it. And so we need to connect with each other more and more in order to keep our connection to the Holy Spirit. Number three, trusting in God. Romans 15 and 13 says that as we trust in God, we will overflow with hope and the power of the Holy Spirit. So if we want to overflow with the sense of God's Spirit in our life, then we need to put our trust in God and our confidence in God. You see, part of what I mean by being connected to Christ and not being apart from Christ is that sometimes we put trust in ourselves, right? But, trust in ourselves, but really, we don't have the strength that we need sometimes, right? And sometimes we feel weak and we're not sure if we can do it. So we put our trust in other people. And other people let us down and other people will betray us. And so we know that we need to put our trust in God and God alone, right? But here's the thing. When God is in me, I can trust me because of God in me. That's where my confidence comes from. So it's not about not having confidence. It's about trusting what God is doing in me. And here's the thing. When God is working in you, I can trust you because of what God is doing in you. And that's the level that I think God wants to take us at as Christians, right? We need to trust not in each other, but we need to trust in the Holy Spirit that's in each other. Amen? Come on. Somebody know what I'm talking about? Somebody know what I'm talking about? Because we don't want to do that. We'll trust in God and in ourselves and we'll do us for a while, right? And we'll focus on us. But we're hesitant to trust someone else because they'll let us down. And yes, they will. But if you trust God in them, you see, I'm not going to entrust myself to someone that doesn't have the Holy Spirit. I'll, I'll love that person. I'll be with that person, right? I'll be friends with that person. But I'm not going to trust you unless I know that the Spirit of Christ is living in you. Right? And we, we can only trust in those that we know God is in them. When I can see God in your life, then guess what? I'm going to put more trust in you. Because it's not you, it's not me, it's God that is working within us. We need to trust in God more. We need to trust in his word. We need to have confidence in him. We need to have faith in him. We need to believe what he says. Because often our behaviors will betray our level of belief. Let me say that again. Our behaviors will betray our level of belief. So that when we get into things like worry, and when we get into things like anger, and we get into things like stressing out, it betrays our lack of trust in God. And confidence in God because if we are connected to the vine, we will bear much fruit. Right? God is working. Amen? Number four, singing, worshiping, giving thanks to God. 
Ephesians 5, 18 and 20 says we should be filled with the Spirit by singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to one another and giving thanks to God in all circumstances. That's why we come together in praise and worship. Because in that time that we just had this morning and other times we get connected to the Spirit. We feel the connection of the Spirit. And here's the key, friends. It's not about the song. It's not about the music itself. It's not about how good the singer is or how handsome the drummer is. It's not about any of that, right? But it's about our heart being, having an attitude of gratitude, being thankful. Coming not with criticism and doubt in our heart, but, but coming with at least an openness. What is God going to say to me today? Coming with gratitude and thanksgiving. As the songs remind us of the goodness of God and of his faithfulness, our hearts then begin to flow in thanksgiving. And finally, the verses right before that, Ephesians 1 through 17, uh, is a long discourse on the things that we should not partake in because they're not of the Spirit versus the things that we should. So being connected to the Holy Spirit is about saying no to the world and saying yes to God. And that's very important. We need to learn when to say no to the things of this world, and we need to learn to say yes to the things of God. And I think we all need to grow in that. Because, again, we've all been hurt by people who claim to know what we should say yes and what we should say no to. But we need to humble ourselves before if we let him do us that way. So to sum up, this is kind of summing up what I'm saying. And here's what I want you to write down. Because I want you all to maintain a strong connection with Christ. So you have your note card. And on one side, write this down. Because we're going to use this to allow God to help us make commitments for 2019. If we want to maintain connection to Christ, one, a daily declaration of my dependence on God. That is the goal of my Christian discipleship, that every day I declare my dependence upon God and upon Jesus Christ. Number two, that we come together. We come together often. And not only come together, but as we come together, we pray together. That's one of the things that God has laid on my heart for 2019. And, and you're going to begin to see opportunities to do that, that we pray together, right? Number three, that we have confidence in God. That our trust and our confidence in God will begin to reveal itself in our character, in our words, in our actions. That we develop an attitude of gratitude, beginning thankful, and that we make wise choices. These are all things that help us stay connected to God. And some of you can, I know some of you can take a picture of this, so you don't always have to write it down. You can do both. But if you want to take a picture of that, you can. And this is what I want us to focus on to maintain our connection to Christ. Now, we can't get into all of this today, right? <laughs> I mean, if I was going to preach through all of this, I'd have you here for quite a while. But that's why we have the whole year to work on this theme, right? <laughs> that's why we have the theme, because we're going to begin to unpack and develop several of these things as we go along throughout the year. But today, I want you to just listen to what God is saying to you personally. Maybe there's one of these things that you can just say, hey, 2019 is the year of connection. I know my essential connection is to be connected to Jesus Christ. Maybe if I can convince you this morning to believe what Jesus said is true, that apart from him, you can do nothing, that you just say, I'm going to make a stronger commitment to connect to Christ. And maybe one of these things will stick out to you this morning, all right? So before we do that, I just wanted to give you an example, just a personal example, and hopefully that will lead into God speaking to you. So a lot of times each year there are people who, who look for a word for the year. I don't know if you've heard of that before, but people will pray and they'll ask God to give them a word and then that will be their prayer word uh, for the year. And uh, this year I was thinking about that and this word came to me, trust. This word came to me, trust. And then I began to see a couple Bible verses and things that talked about trust. And then I began to realize 
that what God was asking me to focus on was my confidence in him, okay? So again, I don't have time to preach all five things, but this morning I want to give you an example of confidence in God, that my connection to Christ is about being confident in God. So I, so I did, um, came to this psalm, Psalm 37, 3 through 6, that says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. So trust. Both the opposites. Just, just, I realize I need to trust in God. I need to trust in him more. That's what God was calling me to do. And then just a few verses later, it says in the same psalm, refrain from anger. You know, don't give in to hatred. And don't fret or don't worry because it only leads to evil. And there it was. And there I knew it because I worry. I worry about things. And when I worry, it betrays my lack of confidence and trust in God. And I realize that I need to focus on my connection to Christ. If I don't want to worry so much, if I don't want to fret so much, if I don't want to stress about things, I mean everything. From this church to my life to my family to my relationship, right? I do, right? I need to trust in God. Sometimes I sit at the beginning of this new year and I say, God, I'm so grateful for this church. And I'm grateful for each and every one of you. But my God, how is this church going to grow? Are we going to be like this branch? <laughs> that just looks good for a while and withers? Or are we going to be connected to you in a way that grows and bears much fruit? God, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And God speaks to me and says, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Do you trust in me? Do you trust in me? Is your confidence in me? Because if I'm worried, if I get angry too quickly, all of these things betray my lack of trust in God. So at the end of 2019, and you guys will be able to watch together with me as we do this together. You'll be able to see, right? At the end of 2019, if there's more peace in my heart and life, if there's more joy, and there's less worry, then I'll know that I'm connected to Christ and that his Holy Spirit is flowing in me and it's producing fruit in my life. And at the end of the day, what I can do, what I really can do, the most important thing I can do is stop everything else that I'm doing. You know, you often hear this phrase, don't work harder, work smarter, right? And, and I, I think the way that Jesus would say it is, don't strive, abide. That's what he said to me. Don't strive, abide. Don't strive in your own strength, but rest in my strength. Continue to, to receive from me the power of the Holy Spirit flowing into your life. I think that's what God wants us to do. I think that's what God is calling us to do in 2019. God is calling us to establish and maintain a strong connection to Christ. So I invite you today, first of all, if you've not yet believed and received Jesus Christ, to do that. To just establish a connection today. Josh, will you come up and start playing for us? Just establish a connection today. Say, God, I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I receive you into my life. You could even use a word picture in your mind of God just connecting you, right? Of just connecting your heart to God's heart. And maybe you need to do that first. In 2019, how will you maintain and establish a strong connection to Christ? I'd like you to flip your card over if you haven't yet and to write down what God reveals to you during our prayer time this morning. And I want you to keep that as a reminder. I feel like if you take this card and you tuck it somewhere, maybe in your Bible, maybe in your nightstand, Maybe in your mirror, just say, I will establish and maintain a strong connection to Christ by, and just fill in the blank right now. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would speak to us. I pray right now that God would speak to you. 
not my words, but his. That you would hear the Holy Spirit. What is he calling you to? What is he calling you to? How can you establish and maintain a strong connection to Jesus Christ in 2019? Just write it down. Just write it down and then pray about it. And think about what we've talked about. Maybe it's something you need to do daily. Maybe it's a commitment that you need to make to other Christians to be together. Maybe it's about trust. Maybe it's about gratitude. Maybe there are some things you need to say no to. (laughs) Maybe that's what you write down. I will maintain a strong connection by saying no to these things. But there are other things you need to say yes to. Maybe you've been afraid to say yes. Maybe you've been unsure. But maybe God is saying to you in 2019, say yes. Say yes to me. Say yes to what I'm doing in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, continue to speak. I believe that God is speaking to each and every heart and mind right now. Bible also reminds us that sometimes we don't have because we don't ask. When we ask, we ask with the wrong motives. But with your heart in a right place this morning as much as you can, what do you want to ask God for this morning? What do you want to ask God for? He'll give it to you. He'll give it to you. He wants to be connected with you. See, Jesus desires to be connected to you. That's how I know Jesus is at work in people's lives because that's just what he does. He reaches out to connect because he loves each and every one of you. He wants to connect with you. He's sending you messages every day. Your inbox is getting full of messages from God. He's sending you notifications every day. Your phone is ringing from God every day. The door is knocking every day from God. Because it's his nature to connect with you. Hallelujah. God, let us open our hearts. Open our lives to you, Lord God. Lord, we invite you in. Come into our lives. Lord, be the center of our lives. Be the center of this church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Be the center of absolutely everything, God. Jesus Christ, this is your church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is your church. This is your community. This is your family that you are creating right here in this place, Jesus. You are at the center of it all, Jesus Christ. We declare it. We place you at the center of everything the center of our worship, the center of our teaching, the center of our outreach, our activity, whatever we do, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for dying for our sins, for forgiving us, God. For your mercy, for your grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. We don't deserve it, God. We can't earn it. But you give it freely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Connect us, Jesus. Connect us to your Holy Spirit. Help us to be strong. Help us to be established. Hallelujah. Thank you, 